Hey, grown-ups! This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by LEGO City, home of the mighty LEGO City Ocean Exploration Ship, an awesome, huge ship packed with everything you need for adventure, including a shark cage, a helicopter, and more. If you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, grown-ups! This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Turn your good morning into a good day with Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Tung, my oldest and best friend. Look, I know you're just an axe, so you can't talk back to me, but you're my axe, and that's why I'm polishing you, to make sure you always look as shiny and sharp as can be. After all, a mighty Viking warrior like myself is nothing without a clean battle wear. What is it, Siegfried? Oh, baby with a mustache. Sorry if I scared you. I don't get scared. Me neither. Anyway, I was just polishing my axe, Snowtongue, when I noticed this scratch on the blade. Oh boy, that's pretty bad. What are you gonna do about it? Well, I can probably fix this tiny scratch with a bit more polish, but I really should get Snowtongue a case so it doesn't get any bigger scratches. You know, they sell cases online. Here, you can search for one on my computer. Thanks, baby with a mustache. Say, how do you type on a full-size keyboard if your fingers are all baby-sized? I've got limber elbows. Huh. Neat. All right. Soft pelt case for Viking axe. What? A hundred dollars? I can't afford that. Wait, what does that pop-up ad say? Make money fast. Let people stay in your bedroom on Space B&B. Well... We've got plenty of bedrooms here on the ship. Maybe this is how I can make enough money to buy a new case for Snowtung. I'll list some of the bedrooms on the ship on this website, and people will stay in them in exchange for money. Doesn't bother me. I sleep in a crib. By Odin's eyeball, we're renting out the ship on Space B&B! <laughs> other people just write for yourself just go for the imagination this is weird i love it it's delicious sheep get out of here we're trying to finish a story the story pirates Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Now, baby with a mustache, help me complete my space B&B profile. Oh, no. I'm out of here. I support you as a friend, but I feel like this is going to end badly. Baby with a mustache, out! Hey, baby with a mustache, where are you going? All right. Is everything okay in here, Siegfried? While I'm completing my profile, perhaps we should do a story. I don't know what that means, but okay. Listeners, if you like counting, you are gonna like this first story because it is about counting every single person in the country, otherwise known as the census. 
Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's William. I'm seven and I live in California. And my story is called The First Kids Torque at the Census. We will not go away. Even though I'm four, I'm five. We're both out here every day. Outside the office building where census workers work. Do you know what census is? Even though I'm four, and I'm five. We both love the census biz. And we'll tell you what goes on in there. Sister and I are just four and five. We dream to be census employees. So we'll wait outside till they give us the time of day. And we'll dream and dream of when we hear them say, You two are the first kids to work at the census. The first kids to work at the census. The first kids to work at the census. The first. We just need to be hired. What's going on outside? This tomfoolery will not stand. I'm going to stop it. After all, I am the boss of the census. Who are you, little kids? Hi. I'm Luna. And I'm Jake. I'm afraid I must forbid. Oh. Huh? Two kids like you from hanging out where census workers work. Are you the census boss? Yes. Even though I'm four. And I'm five. Well, you need to hire us. What? See, numbers are our favorite things. We dream to count the exact amount of people in this country. I've never had anyone so very young work for me as a census employee. There's no way this can be. But sir, don't you see? There's never been a kid who thought that working at the census would be the best job in the world. Since me. We wanna be the first kids to work at the census. The first kids to work at the census. The first kids to work at the. Stop! What? I have met a kid who thought working at the census would be the best job in the world. Really? Who? It's been years since I remember, but when I was five years young, I counted every person I could see just for the fun of it. And when I asked my mommy, do you think they'll hire me on site? She said, son, come to your senses. You're too young to work at census. So I cried myself to sleep that very night. And dreamed to be the first kid to work at the census now I forbid kids from working at census they'd be the first kids to work at the census the first Luna Jake you're hired yay come on everyone meet your new co-workers Luna and Jake First kids to work at the census, the first kids to work at the census, the first kids to work at the census, the first. Now we're the first kids to 
work at the census the first. Kids to work at the census the first. Kids to work at the census the first. Hey everyone, we are your new co-workers. I'm Luna and he's Jake. So get ready to listen to us, because we've got some great plans. We're going to hit the streets and count every person we can find. Come get your books, notebooks, and pencils, and we can count together. And remember, always start with number one. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello? Hi, William. It's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. How are you? Good. You wrote the story, The First Kids to Work at the Census, right? Yeah. Can you tell me how you came up with the idea for that? Well, my dad works for the census. No way, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. What does he do for the census? He trains people to count everybody. Wow. For listeners who don't know what the census is, can you tell us what it is? So the census is where you, like, count everybody in, I think, the United States. Do you know how often we do the census? Ten years. So every ten years we count everybody in the United States. Yes. So you can either send a note or the person can come to your door if you don't send that note. But it, like, says... You have to be at your house at this time. Right. So there's a couple different ways to be counted. Yeah. Have you ever been counting something and you sort of like lose count? Yeah. That's so frustrating, right? I know. Do you think that ever happens to the census workers? Maybe. But I think they have like a clipboard. Oh, yeah. Totally. A clipboard to like write stuff down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you don't lose count. Yeah. There are tons of secrets. In the census. Oh, yeah? So you have to promise to not tell that to someone until a hundred years has passed. Oh, wow. What kind of secrets do you know? Like their phone number. Oh. So they don't want everybody to know. Can we role play what a census would be like? Okay. Okay, so I'm at home and you are giving the census and you walk up to my door. Knock, knock, knock. Hello, who is it? Hi, how many people live in your house? Oh, well, there's a few. Three people, a goldfish, and a dog. So three people. Okay, bye. Bye-bye, thanks for coming. You're welcome. Wait, do you want a glass of lemonade? Oh, sure. Here, let me just pour it for you. It's fresh, I just made it. Thank you. Are you going to drink it? Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. Great, how does it taste? Do you like it? I love it. It's delicious. Do you want any more? Uh, sure. Okay, here you go. I'm pouring it into a separate glass so that you have two glasses. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Do you want to drink that one right now? Okay. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah, it's delicious. Do you want to keep the glasses? Sure. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for coming by and doing the census and, and drinking my lemonade. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was fun. Yeah. Were you surprised that I gave you two glasses of lemonade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised too. My backstory, just so you know, was like, my character was someone who made too much lemonade and was like desperate for someone to come drink it. <laughs> Could you tell? Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you think that what we just did was kind of like what your dad did in training the census? Yeah, kind of, but not the lemonade part. (laughs) (laughs) William, this was so fun to talk to you. Thanks for teaching me about the census. Yep. Okay, thanks, William. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, that's why it was fun, everyone. But I'm tired. I think I'm going to head to my bedroom and go to sleep early. Good night, Good night Peter. Peter. <sighs> okay. Glasses off. Lights out. Crawling into my bed, which is awesome because it's shaped like a race car. And it's where I know I'm completely alone. And... Hiya. Ah! Who are you? I'm Hank. Hank? Henry, really. But my friends call me Hank. Well, um, Hank, could you, um, get out of my race car bed? Peter? What is it? We heard your scream. Hiya. Ah! Who are you? I'm Hank. Hank? Henry, really, but my friends call me- Get out of my room, please! Okay, okay, sheesh. I needed to go to the bathroom anyway. Wait, I'm so confused. Hank, who are you and what are you doing in Peter's bedroom? Oh, I found this bedroom on Space B&B. I saw a listing that said race car bed and I was sold. Huh? Anyway, I'm gonna take a bath. I saw some raspberry shampoo in the bathtub. That's (laughs) my raspberry shampoo! Space B&B. Oh, isn't that the website where you upload a picture of your face and then it puts the letter B on your face twice? No, no, no. That's Face B&B. Space B&B is the website where you can make a bumblebee out of pinto beans and then launch it into space. No, that's Space B&B. Space B&B is just Spanish for the good space that comes after good space A. No, that's Space B&B. Space B&B is the website where you can let someone stay in your room for money. Oh. The question is, who listed my room on Space B&B? Well, I didn't. Don't look at me. I didn't do it either. And I definitely didn't put my own room on Space B&B. Well, couldn't have been Rolo. He barely knows how to use a computer. And it couldn't have been Baby with a mustache. How would she type with those tiny baby-sized fingers? Then that means it must have been... Siegfried! Oh, hey there, everyone. I see you've met Hank. Man, that guy is great. You know, he's got a five-star rating on Space B&B, and I can totally see why. Do you guys smell raspberries? No, shampoo. Is it some combination of the two, maybe? My shampoo! Siegfried, why did you rent out Peter's room on Space B&B? Well, I wasn't going to list my room. Also, Peter's got the cool bed shaped like a race car. I know. Siegfried, that's not the point. Yeah, we mean, why did you list any part of the ship on Space B&B without asking? Why would I need to ask first? I'm a grown-up. Siegfried, you cannot just let strangers stay in any of the rooms on the ship without our permission. Uh, Especially not the rooms that aren't your own. But uh, I don't see what the big deal is. There's all this room on the ship and nobody ever uses any of it. I mean, when was the last time any of you went to the fourth floor of the ship? Peter could just sleep up there. You know, it would be closer to the kitchen, but... Wait, wait, no! This is my room! Hey, Hank here. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, Can I use that raspberry shampoo in the bathtub? No! Okay. Well, too late. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! it's time for a special part of today's show sponsored by our friends at LEGO City. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. You know how we asked our listeners to send us their favorite LEGO builds about the ocean and stories to go with them? I do. 
Well, I wanted to share another one with you. This one comes from two kids in Kansas named Liam and Ellie Lou. It's called The Story Pirates and the Sunken Pirate Ship. Ooh. Here's the story. The Story Pirates found a sunken pirate ship, so they set up a lab. But they don't know that they are in mermaid land. What an exciting story. And here is the Lego build of that very story. It's incredibly detailed, as you can see. Let me take a look at that. Wow! Look, right over there is the sunken pirate ship itself. Ah, Lee, there's a skeleton ghost on that ship. Peter, calm down. It's not an actual ship. It's a Lego build. But it looks so real. And look, that's the underwater lab. Oh, I've been saying it for years. You can't have a good underwater lab without a robot arm. And as you can tell from all the mermaids swimming around, this is indeed mermaid land. Lee, I hate to nitpick, but can you call it a land when it's underwater? Yes, you can. Oh, didn't know that. Grown-ups, you can check out Liam and Ellie Lou's photos of their Lego build at storypirates.com slash Lego. And for more ocean adventures, why not check out the Lego City Ocean Exploration Ship? It's an awesome, huge ship with everything you need to explore the high seas. You can use the crane to lower the shark cage, take to the skies in a helicopter, or search the underwater shipwreck for hidden treasure. Remember, if you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. Our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There will be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience Learn all about the different components and class topics and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created ideal towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com slash playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit on You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. What's the big deal? I saw an opportunity to use all the space on this ship and make some money in the process. I'm an entrepreneur, a disruptor, a Viking. Siegfried, you might be all of those things, but you're also being kind of rude. What? 
Siegfried, the ship is a communal space. That means that we all have to share it. And when you're sharing something with other people, you need to be considerate of all the different ways that your actions could affect everyone else. I mean, using the extra space in the ship is a great idea, but you should have asked for my permission first. I, I didn't realize how thoughtless I was being. Sometimes I forget that I'm a Viking from the 11th century, now living in a time with values far removed from those I came of age with. Thinking of others doesn't always come naturally to me. But I see now that you're right, I shouldn't have put Peter's bedroom on Space B&B without asking him first. I'm sorry. Well, thank you for apologizing, Siegfried. I forgive you. We all do. Because that's what friends do. Thanks, everyone. Suppose I should delete my Space B&B account now. I won't be renting out space on the ship anymore. Oh, but now how am I going to save up enough money to buy a new soft pelt case for my best friend, Snowtung? Pardon the interruption, gang. Hank? I couldn't help but overhear that all this fuss was over a soft pelt case? Yes, for Snowtung, my best friend. I mean, Axe. I mean... Both. Well, I just so happened to be the owner of a sustainable, cruelty-free animal pelt tannery. I make soft cases for all sorts of things. Wow! What are the odds? But would you happen to have a case that could fit my mighty axe? Why, yes I do. In my suitcase under my race car bed. You mean my race car bed? Uh, right, yes. Here you go. By the squirrels of Yggdrasil. It's beautiful. That color. That quality! And just feel how soft it is! It is the most perfect case I've ever seen! If I kept Snowtung in this case, she would never get scratched again. But surely I could never afford a case as fine as this. Oh, you can keep it. Huh? Well, since you deleted your Space B&B account, I can't really give you the five-star rating you deserve, so consider this a thank you. I had a lovely stay here on the ship. That raspberry shampoo was out of this world. Raspberry shampoo? You've done it again! Uh, okay. Hey, should we do another story? Yeah! Listeners, have you ever been out wandering in nature and found something really unexpected? Well, the main character in this next story has. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Rowan. I'm nine years old and I live in Illinois. This is my story. It's called Rowan and the Three Sloths. Ah, good morning, world. What a beautiful day. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, and best of all, it's the weekend, which means I can finally have some me time. I'm going to spend the next few days doing what I love most, wandering. Wandering, wandering, I just love to wander around. Although, I do feel like there was something I was supposed to do today. Oh, well. Time to wander. Oh, good morning, Mom. Slam dunk! Whoa, Mom, what an epic slam dunk. You completely destroyed the hoop. And you got it all on film, right? Mama's finally going viral. Oh, that's what I was supposed to do. Help you film your morning dunk routine. Rowan, that kind of a dunk happens once in a lifetime. I'm sorry, Mom. 
I'll totally film it next time. Oh dear, how am I going to practice my sick dunks with no basketball hoop? Maybe I can just tie a small trash can to a baby Baranosaurus. Come to think of it, I don't have a small trash can. Or a baby Baranosaurus. <laughs> really, I just need an unbreakable hoop. Well, I'd love to stay and help clean up, but the day's getting on and I gotta wander. Okay, have fun, sweetie, and don't wander too far. Wandering, wandering, I just love to wander around. Hello, Rowan. Oh, hi, Mailman Mike. Are you on one of your trademark wanders? Sure am. How's the mail today? Bulky. This time of year, it's like a never-ending stream of packages. It's impossible to carry everything at once. I have to make multiple trips. Say, did you bring that dolly you said I could borrow? Oh, right. That was the other thing I was supposed to do. I guess I started wandering and just forgot. Sorry. Oh, no problem. You know, what I need is some sort of magic mailbag that can fit an infinite amount of packages, but that'll never happen. Oh, well, enjoy your wander, Rowan. Bye. Time to wander. Hey, Rowan, wait up. Oh, hey, Renee. Rowan, where are you going? The big science fair is in two days, and you promised you would help me with my homemade Tesla coil. Oh, right. That's the other, other thing I was supposed to do today. I really need your help with the science fair. Sorry, but a wanderer's got to wander. I guess so. Oh, well. Have fun wandering. See you later. Wandering, wandering. I just love to wander around. Gee, I was so busy singing, I didn't notice that I wandered right into this mysterious forest. Oh, hello, Mr. Owl. Oh, hello, colony of bats. Oh, hello, three magical sloths and three magical trees. Hello. Wait, three magical sloths and three magical trees? That's right. Welcome to our magical clearing. You must. Be Rowan. How did you know my name? The same way you knew that a group of bats is called a colony. Magic. Actually, I knew that because I did a project on bats for school last year. Oh, oh that's hey, tremendous. good for you. Thanks. Anyway, we're here to grant you three wishes. Three wishes? Cool. So do I just say what I want, or do I rub your magical tummies or something? <gasps> you should never rub a sloth's belly. Why? Because we are extremely... Ticklish? 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 Prone. Tickle prone? Extremely. Could one of my wishes be for you all to talk faster? Oh, sorry, Rowan. We didn't realize you were in a hurry. Most people expect sloths to talk slow, but actually we love talking fast. In fact, when we're not granting wishes, we all have part-time jobs as auctioneers. Okay, I just got a lot more wandering to do before the sun goes down, you know what I mean? Then let's get this show on the road. So I can wish for anything? Whatever you need, Rowan. Just say it and we'll make it so. I mean, I don't really need anything, but there's plenty that I want. So for my first wish, I want... I need an unbreakable hoop. Breakable hoop. I want... I need a magic mailbag. Mailbag. I want... I need your help with the science fair. Science fair. Science fair. Well, Rowan, what is it that you want? 
I want to say something. I realized that I let a few people down today who were counting on me. I just got so distracted by my favorite thing, wandering, that I forgot all about the promises I made. I was so wrapped up in me time, I forgot about the importance of we time. Oh, we certainly like the sound of that. Okay, here's what I want. An indestructible basketball hoop with a built-in camera for my mom. Ooh. A magical mailbag that can fit unlimited packages in it for Mailman Mike. Ah. And the world's smartest scientist to help my friend Renee with her science project. Yeah! yeah. Rowan, your wishes are granted. Hey, my mom's calling. Hello? Rowan, come home quick. There's an emergency. Oh no, I'm on my way. Sorry, Sloss. I gotta run. Bye. Bye. Wandering, wandering. Hey, Rowan. Mailman Mike. Look, someone just sent me a magic mailbag that can fit unlimited packages. It's a miracle. Good things happen to good people, Mailman Mike. Gotta run. Bye. Bye. Wandering, wandering. Hey, Rowan. Hey, Renee. Don't sweat helping me with the science fair project. Turns out the world's smartest scientist is a long-lost cousin and just happened to be in town to visit. And I'm happy to help. Amazing. I'd love to stay and chat, Renee, but I gotta run. Bye. 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 Wandering, wandering. Rowan, thank goodness you're here. I ran as fast as I could, Mom. What's the emergency? Rowan, it's an emergency of awesomeness. Check it out. It's a brand new indestructible basketball hoop in the driveway. Mom, slip, dunk! Sick dunk, Mom! Thanks! Say, I wonder how this got here. I guess there's someone out there looking out for you. It's us! Sloths? What are you doing here? To be honest, we just can't get that wandering song out of our heads. It's so catchy. We wish we could sing it with you. Magical tree sloths, your wish is granted. Wandering, wandering, we all love That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, William and Rowan. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a house with a secret history. First, come up with a character from your imagination, and then tell us what happens when that character encounters the mysterious house. Tell us what's so mysterious about the house in the first place, and how it got that way. Most of all, what happens when your character discovers the truth about the house? Does learning the truth make your character want to leave the house or stay? As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive Producers, Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Jonathan Roberts. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. 
Our staff writer is Mike Caballon, and contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Matt Zimbrano. This episode features performances by Sarah Morgan Ashey, Kelsey Bear, Lauren Stripling Brody, Hannah Corrigan, Langston Darby, Sasha Diamond, Tommy Dickey, Chris Ferry, Quinton Johnson, Caroline Lux, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Catherine Montese, Tim Platt, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Caroline Reedy, Regan Sims, Blaze Vaca, Nimini Ware, Brandon Zellman, and Matt Zimbrano. The First Kids to Work at the Census was written by Tim Platt and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. Additional production for Rowan and the Three Sloths by Jack Mitchell. Hi, Lufa. Okay, so I know you're not actually a shower sponge. You just look like a shower sponge. But I thought you might want to try some of Peter's raspberry shampoo. Yeah, I know. It says right here in the bottle, it's moisturizing. All right, I'll just squeeze some of it onto you. Here we go. Hold still. Hold still. Okay, here we go. I'm opening it and here we go. There you go. I know, that raspberry smell is fantastic, isn't it? You're welcome.